Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode 41 and we pray our way through four different subjects. We'll be going through worship, Psalm 31, verses 1 through 13, a personal prayer, and a prayer for our culture. Today, as we open up and we do our worship segment, we are focusing this week on the idea that God is infinite. Now, the infinite nature of God simply means that God exists outside of and is not limited to time or space. Did you like how I had said simply that? That that means simply that? That is something that is beyond our comprehension. It just means that He is without limits. When we refer to God as infinite, we generally refer to him with terms like omniscience, omnipotence, omnipresence, that is everywhere present, all powerful and all knowledgeable. But this week, we're just simply going to be calling him without limit. And to do that, this first prayer we are going to use, let's see, it is 1 Kings 8, 27. So let's begin. Let's pray. But will God indeed live on earth? Even heaven, the highest heaven, cannot contain you, much less the temple I have built. Lord, you are infinite, beyond any limits. And we only, in our finite nature, we can only understand limits. Like everything we do is limited by something, whether it is our physical bodies or our mental capacity or our opportunities, whatever it is, everything that we do, we only understand limited. But you are infinite. You are without limit. And I honor you for that today. I praise you and worship you for the fact that you are so far above and beyond what I can imagine. I ask as we dig into this prayer time together that you would guide it and that you would guard it. You would speak to our hearts, that you would use these prayers in mighty ways to change not only our lives, but to change the world. In Jesus' name, amen. For Psalm today, we are in 31. We are up to 31, and we're going to do the first half today and the second half on Thursday. This is an individual lament, and it's specifically in a time of warfare and actually during the siege of a city. And it ends with an expression of thanksgiving that we'll get to tomorrow. It can be used in any time of distress for us today. And Jesus quoted verse 5 on the cross, so listen for that. You will hear that. He said it to express the absolute confidence in God's ability to rescue him. It's titled A Plea for Protection for the Choir Director, A Psalm of David. And most of it I'm simply going to read because it is a direct prayer. When I get to the end, I will do some prayer after I read the last stanza. Let's pray. Lord, this is a prayer directly from my heart to yours. Lord, I seek refuge in you. Let me never be disgraced. Save me by your righteousness. Listen closely to me. Rescue me quickly. Be a rock of refuge for me, a mountain fortress to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. You lead and guide me for your name's sake. You will free me from the net that is secretly set for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hand I entrust my spirit. You have redeemed me, Lord God of truth. I hate those who are devoted to worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I will rejoice and be glad in your faithful love because you have seen my affliction. You know the troubles of my soul and you have not handed me over to the enemy. You have set my feet in a spacious place. Be gracious to me, Lord, because I am in distress. My eyes are worn out from frustration. My whole being is well. Indeed, my life is consumed with grief and my years with groaning. My strength has failed because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. I'm ridiculed by all my adversaries and even by my neighbors. 
I am dreaded by my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street run from me. I'm forgotten, gone from memory, like a dead person, like broken pottery. I've heard the gossip of many. Terror is on every side. When they conspired against me, they plotted to take my life. Those are David's words. Father, I may not be in a situation quite as dire as David is today, but there are times in my life when I am consumed with grief, when I am worn out from frustration, when I am in distress, when my strength have failed because of my iniquity and my bones waste away, times when we are ridiculed by others. And in all of those things, you are present, even when we feel like broken pottery or betrayed by others, by friends, by neighbors, when we hear gossip about ourselves, when others conspire against us, you are there and we will trust in you. We will rejoice and be glad in your faithful love because you have seen our affliction. You know the troubles of our souls and you have not handed us over to the enemy, but instead you have set our feet in a spacious place. In Jesus name. Amen. In the time that we're praying for ourselves this week, we're going to be talking about seasons of doubt. Now, You may not be in a season of doubt right now, but most believers go through this at some point in their lives. At some point, they begin to doubt. They doubt um, whether God exists. They doubt what God says is truth. And I want to pray into those times of doubt today. Maybe you're dealing with that right now. Maybe not. But in any case, if you're not right now, let's pray for protection from those times. And let's also give you some tools to pray when you do feel that way. We'll be in Matthew 14, 31, which says, Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, O you of little faith, why do you doubt? Now, this is Peter's moment of doubt as he looked at his circumstances when he was standing in the water, walking on water, when he took his eyes off of Jesus. Jesus immediately reached out his hands and took hold of him, saying to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? John 20, 27 describes Thomas's doubting. And then he, meaning Jesus, said to Thomas, put your finger here. And see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Let's pray. Father, when we doubt, one of the things that I love from these verses is you did not respond in anger to Peter or to Thomas. You responded with care and with love. It says you immediately reached out your hand for Peter. You will immediately reach out your hand for us. And you took hold of him and said, why did you doubt? Sometimes we tend to read that as condemning. Why did you doubt? I'm sure that your words were dripping with love and with kindness. Because of your actions, you immediately reached out and you took hold of him and you spoke to his heart. Lord, I pray that when we doubt, that you would immediately reach out to us and take hold of us and speak into our heart. And you would tell us, look, see, this is why you should believe. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Your kindness is overwhelming to us when we doubt. And I pray that we would feel that kindness when we are in those times. I pray that we don't feel those times. I pray that we would be protected from them. But if we are in a season now, when we are in seasons like this, pray for your immediate response. Pray that you would hold us tightly in that time and that you would speak to our hearts and I would listen that my heart would be softened enough to listen and to hear and to trust. Amen. 
For our culture this week, this morning I woke up and what I had decided, I usually prep these a week ahead. So this afternoon I'll be prepping next week's shows. And the the culture is kind of dependent on what's going on in our culture right now. And what I had chosen last week had sort of resolved itself in some ways. The things that were bothering me about it in my soul had resolved itself. But the thing that seems to be on my mind and other people's minds and in the news this week is the kids going back to school. My feed has been filled up with first day of school pictures already. Now, if you are in a different part of the country, you may not start school this early. We start early and we start this week. My son starts Friday. Many uh, schools have opened and my social media feeds have been filled with back to school pictures. In that process, in the idea of parents sending their kids back to school and teachers going back to school, there's a lot of fear. And I just want to pray about that this week. So we have three verses for that. We have Psalm 16.1, 17.8, and 57.1. And I'm going to read them all and then pray them. They're pretty similar. 16.1, Psalm 16.1 says this, Protect me, God, for I take refuge in you. Psalm 17, 8 says, protect me as the pupil of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. Psalm 57, 1 says, be gracious to me, God. Be gracious to me, for I take refuge in you. I will seek refuge in the shadow of your wings until danger passes. Let's pray. Father, we have a lot of vulnerable kids going back to school. And I just pray their protection, your protection on them today. Pray that you would protect them and that they would take refuge in you. As the pupil of your eye is protected and under the shadow of of a wing is a safe place, Lord, I pray that you would put our kids there. Pray that as they go back to school, they would sense that protection and their fears would be calmed. Pray for you to be gracious to them. Pray for them to take refuge in you, to seek refuge in your safe place until danger passes. And if that means keeping doing that for the next six months, nine months, a year, however long this season lasts, I pray that they would continue to seek refuge in you and that you would protect them. Now, I know that these are not promises to us, that we are not guaranteed physical relief from this virus. But I ask, Father, that we begin to trust you for the decisions that we make and we begin to know that whatever comes you are with us so that our fears are diminished. I particularly pray as kids go back to school that they would not be afraid, that they would be wise and that they would be able to do the things they need to do to keep themselves safe, but that they would not be afraid, that they would be wise, but not afraid. Pray that you would protect them in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you all so much for praying with me today. It is great to be back here. I do this twice weekly. And so we will be back doing that on Thursday at 10 a.m. Central. If you're watching the broadcast and you found it helpful, invite a friend to pray with us on Thursday. If you're a podcast listener, it would significantly help us if you subscribe to the show and rate and review it. That shows it to more people so that more people can join their voices with us in prayer. My heart is that as we pray these scriptures together, that we would all grow in our prayer lives and that we would be aware of the ways that God moves in our own circumstances through these prayers and that he will answer them in mighty ways. But most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper in love with the God who gave us these words. Amen. Amen. 